The Gospel reading today takes us away from the usual source of texts during the year, away from the Synoptic Gospels and to John's Gospel. And the story that we have today is the first of what are called the signs. In the Book of Signs, which is the first half of John's Gospel, signs of the kingdom that Jesus comes to preach and to enact and to spread. The sign in the wedding feast at Cana is the abundance of the wine that is available to celebrate the wedding when everything seemed like it had been exhausted and that the, uh, the party was going to be over with everybody missing out on having a drink. Now, this, of course, is corrected by Mary intervening and uh, persuading her son to do something, which he's very reluctant to do. And it's an important measure of their relationship, just how testy Jesus is in response to Mary's request. But nevertheless, he does acquiesce, and it's the sign of God's abundance that the wine flows for all. It's a sign of the kingdom, of the kingdom and its abundant largesse. That's what the sign is. The sign is the flowing wine of the wonderful kingdom, which, of course, then gets picked up later in John's Gospel in uh, the discussions of the Messianic banquet and the understanding of the engagement with Jesus being something that begins in this world but that goes on to abundance and to wonderment in the next life. But right now, what it is is just pointing to the heart and soul of just what Jesus has to offer, which is a completely new and abundant life, blessed and extended through his great goodness and grace. And in a funny sort of way, the reading that we have before uh, the gospel is the reading from St. Paul, where he really outlines one of the great images of what life in the church is, the abundance of God's generosity that flows through us. All the gifts he gives us then get expressed in the particular ways that we serve one another. And this is what Paul enunciates in his address to the people in Corinth about all the abundance of gifts that have come to them as a community, which is there for the building up of the community and for the service of its members. That's the understanding of the church, not simply just as a, a mute, compliant, obsequious group of people herded into a tribal form to do as they're told and fit together and follow instructions. No, in fact, what Paul is saying the church is, it's a collection of people who've all been especially and uniquely gifted with life, gifted with love, and gifted with particular skills to be able to put it, be put at the service of the church. Unfortunately, the church is pretty useless when it comes to identifying the skills and capacities that people have for the building up of the community, then creating the space for them to be able to do it. But that, in fact, is best practice for the church when it can do that and give people the space to become the wonderful servants of one another that God wants them to be. But that just takes time and it takes a lot of effort and it takes good management and then none of those is ever in abundance. However, it goes back to what we celebrate out of the identify out of the John's Gospel and the wonder 
of the marriage feast of Cana, that Cana is really the first sign of the abundant flow of God's grace, the coming of the kingdom and the enrichment of those people who believe. And that flows out into the community for the community's enhancement, which then becomes divided up into services that can be given to members of the community for the glory of God, the goodness of people, and for the gracious growth of his followers. Catholic Asian News is the leading independent Catholic news source from Asia. Support our network of Catholic journalists and editors who daily provide accurate independent reports and commentaries on issues affecting the Church across the Asian region. Go to www.ucanews.com slash donate and do your bit. Thank you.